When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Rock Your Voice podcast. Vocal coaching tips that will transform your voice, interviews that will inspire, industry guidance, and so much more. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Today on the Rock Your Voice podcast, I am joined by Aaron Goodwin. He is Alberta-born, Nashville-based singer, songwriter, all-around awesome guy. Some of his highlights include over 80 million total streams, Two number one singles in Canada for Boy Like Me and You Are. Six top ten singles in Canada. He's also double platinum certified with the song Lonely Drum. Eleven times CCMA nominee and 2018 CCMA winner of Songwriter of the Year for Lonely Drum. Some of his songwriter cuts include artists that you know such as Luke Bryan, John Party, Cole Swindell. And just the trajectory of this guy's career has been so fun to watch ever since I was slinging his merch at the back of the BVJ Songwriters Tent in 2013 so uh yeah it took me a long time to catch up with Aaron since then but here we are in 2023 and yeah it was just a pleasure to catch up here's my conversation with Aaron Goodwin thank you so much for chatting with me it's so funny like this is really full circle for me because I saw you play at the BVJ songwriters tent and it must have been 2013 14 maybe mm -hmm. sounds probably right yeah it was a while back i was slinging merch at the back of the tent and that's was... right yeah ever since that time i was like i saw because songwriters rounds are just so great to really get an insight as to who the artist is and from that day i was like i would love to chat with him and i can't believe it's taken what 10 11 years <laughs> that's a long time <laughs> i've really been slacking on this one my apologies oh god i hope i'm not that busy <laughs> well, like, sounds crazy. you know well so this is what's been really cool is because i look back and i'm like okay look at that trajectory so i mean obviously right. we can't sum it up in this quick conversation but um i'd love to kind of chat about about a bit of that trajectory and because the podcast is for like emerging artists and people who want to be in your position now and even back yeah. at the time you had such an amazing story about you'd moved to Nashville, but you almost wanted to quit. And and I thought that was just so motivational. And that's another thing that stuck with me for the, the 10 years until I finally got to talk to you about it. So um, I'd love to hear about your story about kind of how you got to Nashville, how you almost left Nashville and, and then how yeah. everything kind of changed for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think like, you know, when I look back on it, it's, it's uh, like Nashville in general just has this way of, um, when you've had enough of it, something happens and you're like, oh, maybe this isn't so bad. And then you wait another 10 years for more good news. Right. Um, it's just what it kind of feels like. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming I was probably talking about my Luke Bryan cut yeah, at, that, yeah, at yeah. that time, which was a huge deal. I had a migraine, I was laying on the couch and uh, at my manager's house, which was also my bed. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and because it, it was the same place. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting there and I was, um, I was contemplating going home. Like I had, I had just left one manager. I had this new manager 
that was basically a person that was like, you're, you're too talented to leave town. Like you need to just, you know, you need to just chill, come stay at my house. Like, don't, you know, don't make any rash decisions. But I truly was like at a point where it was like, I didn't have any money left. I didn't, what I was doing at that time, if I recall, is I would come home in the summer and I would play in Alberta and Saskatchewan and BC and I play all these, uh, rodeos and i got is i think I, I think i made the most money i could possibly make without having a hit or anything right. going on and because i had played there for so so long and cultivated a lot of relationships and um so i was able to go back and make like kind of enough money to go back to nashville and write songs and sleep on couches and yes. do all that stuff and and i was just getting to the point where i was getting really tired of doing that yeah. and um a lot of things have taken its toll, like in Nashville. If I was almost drinking too much before I went, which I probably was, mm-hmm. um, I was definitely over right. overdoing it, you right. know, uh, because you live in this town where it's, you know, you're just trying to figure out where you fit in and where you, uh, you know, if you fit in, where you right. fit in, how you fit in, all of those things. And I was going back home for Christmas mm-hmm. and I was basically like, well, I'm going to stay till Christmas right. and I'll just keep writing and doing what I got to do and that was in i believe that was in october right. um so i had a couple months left yeah, yeah i had a migraine on the couch and we had had up until this point like we had got so close on so many things we have a song called dozen roses and a six pack that luke bryan put on hold twice right and and we were like oh man this could this could actually happen and then it never happened um oh. and i got a i knew that luke was like going into studio i knew that he we had me and Adam Sanders and Cole Swindell had finally written an up-tempo, upbeat, um, positive song. Right. All of our other songs were about heartbreak and <laughs> stuff. And we finally wrote like a tempo positive song. And um, and I was sitting on the couch and Cole texted me. He said, Luke, just cut our song. Because Luke had called Cole and said, come over, I'm going to cut this yeah. thing. So he cut the song. And then we had to wait um, until August of next of the oh. next year to see if we were actually on the album oh, or like what the whole thing was so it was very um but one of the but but what that did for me in my career was was it was like i, I think it was god's way of telling me to just keep going like i was right. ready to i was ready to go back home and work for dad and build yeah, houses and yeah, build buildings yeah. and stuff and, and i'm not very good at that so i don't know how <laughs> that would have went <laughs> my dad is currently down here doing all of our renovations so that tells you I love about it. that, but, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, so I, I, I really was, I was in a place where I was like, I need to, you know, I need to make a change. And, yeah. um, and then that happened. And, and it was shortly after that I had a bunch of publishing companies call and, you know, now I had a song on a possibly a very big record, yeah. which actually proved to be one of Luke's biggest records. Yep. I think of all time, it's like a 10 million, it's some, something it's crazy wild. like that. Yeah. I know it's sold like 5 million today, which is just crazy. So that changed my whole my whole life my work visa was a lot easier to get because I had <laughs> I had one company that was you know, kind of footing the bill for me and and then I was able to stay in it and stay you know for that next two years I got five cuts as five or six cuts as a songwriter and I, I was kind of rocking in that world and, and then I made some changes again so that's so cool so was your goal always to be more of a writer did you want to be on stage up front or what what's or what's always been your passion well, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm, I love attention. So. <laughs> Hadn't noticed. And we're wrapping up this songwriter session. No, no, we're not. Uh, <laughs> no, we're, so not. we're not. Dude. We're not. We're not. 
uh i loved i love to be on stage and i think like that's that's where it all started for me when i i mean i just played up in grand prairie and i was telling the story about how we went to the prairie mall because westjet lost my luggage and i had to go get some show clothes and so i go to the prairie mall and i walk in and i'm it's just kind of hits me like a brick like i started singing in that mall when i was 12 wow. like 11 or 12 wow. and to walk in those like main doors and see like the spot where i was it, it's like it it's really crazy because that i mean we're talking 25 years ago that's or something amazing. crazy like that so it, that's where it all started for me it all started about getting on stage like yeah. i loved being on stage like i was kind of like this this kid that was a little bit of a troublemaker was very adhd had a hard time focusing there's a lot of um, you know, so when my mom found out or figured out that, that I'd like to sing is like, well, let's put them on stage and see what happens. Well, well, that was like, all of a sudden I, I was at home yeah, as opposed yeah. to like going to a classroom and feel, you know, like an out, outcast a little bit. And, um, so I, now I had found this thing and I love playing hockey too. Like I kind of juggled the two of those things my whole life, but you know, I also stopped growing like five foot six. So it's, uh. <laughs> at that point in time they're like we're just going to teach the big guys how to skate right. you know i could skate but you know <laughs> but it was like you know and then i had found like that i really loved music and i would take trips to grand prairie and buy just telling people in grand prairie i used to go to sound waves and buy right. you know the records and buy the you know find out who these songwriters were and and i was just kind of captivated by that whole world and it proved to be a you know pretty good thing so. that's so so cool i love that you were like already kind of researching the songwriters because even even these days some people are just still clueless that there is a whole team behind a lot of songs it's, oh, it's yeah. just mind-blowing well and it's even even there's more i mean there's more creatives moving to town mm -hmm. especially here in nashville i mean well, it's, at one point i think it was at ten thousand people a week which is wow unbelievable so people have found out about you know this career and i think even nowadays it's even more crazy because now everybody's an artist and everybody's on tiktok and everybody you know yes. even if you're a songwriter you're kind of an artist you know what yeah. i mean it's kind yeah. of like a weird it's a weird dynamic you know which is which it's just crazy it really crazy, is crazy. it really is so do you think that's gonna hugely change the odds of success do you think that's gonna open doors to more people or do you think it's gonna kind of tighten the ship with like the core teams that are writing the hits right i mean i think like as as a songwriter it's just difficult right mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. the reason why we have so many artists is because the songwriting doesn't make the money that it used to right. make i mean right. uh i had i had a song on cole swindell's record that in one quarter streamed 1.1 million times and as a songwriter i made Fourteen dollars and ninety six cents. So it's, it's just, not, yeah. it's not sustainable, yeah. right? So it's so I think what happens is I think people are like, well, how am I going to do this? Because I love it, but yes. how am I going to do it so I can actually make a living doing it? Yeah. And even even published songwriters these days uh, are few and far between. There's a ton of writers out there that are just writing. Yeah. And they're they're they found another way to do the income part, right. and then they they just live in town and work with people, and maybe they'll they'll get a hit and um, make some money sometime. Or, yeah. uh, but it's, it's just a crazy, it's kind of the wild west, you know, it's, it's just, 
so different than it used to be. Albums used to sell, you know, now mm-hmm. people barely put out albums, you know, they'll right. put out a single, you know, unless you're, unless you're Morgan Wallen, you're going right. you know, yeah. to put out a big record, yeah, yeah. which I, which I sort of like, because that's like, Hey, here, here I'm just going to make a record of a playlist and yeah. you're just going to listen to the whole thing over totally. and over and over again. And that, you know, and I think that's a cool way of doing it, but you also have to have pretty big capital to be able to pull that off. So. Totally. which we know he does so. yeah yeah he, he's good for it <laughs> <laughs> i i love that though it's funny because I was, I was chatting with dan davidson just a couple of days ago too and love dan <clears throat> such a good guy we were we were talking about how it is it is the wild west it's not it's something that you can work so hard towards as if you were a doctor or a lawyer or something that you train your whole life to become but unlike a doctor or a lawyer off you go with your your diploma or what have you and it's like oh shit <laughs> and then it's like what, yeah. what do I, yeah. uh, where's the success it's just it's yeah like, and it's I, it, it well and, and success means a, a so lot of different, different things yeah. and yeah. and i think that that's like the the thing like i have to remind myself all the time it's not it's not because i don't have things that other people have like i have a lot of things that other people want you know there's other people that have things that i that i want you know and i think the biggest thing is like staying kind of level-headed in a way of like you have to remind yourself that your story is not the same as somebody else's um and my wife says that to me all the time because i'm always complaining about why this person has this and I don't, you right, know, or right, right. what did I do to not get that? Or, you know, it's yeah. like, and sometimes there's just no answer for that. And, and that's hard for me to swallow. You know, I, I, um, like I've always had really, really big dreams. So it's, um, grandiose, massive dreams. And so the thing is, is I've, I get, I guess like I wrote a song the other day, like I'm losing pretty good, you know, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> like, you know, if I'm not, you know, because like, you know, it's, it's when it comes to like w- the winning of awards and the yeah, praise yeah, and the, yeah. all that stuff, it's like, it's like, yes, that's, those are things that may or may not be happening yeah, yeah. in my career. And, but, um, but I'm, I'm still doing pretty darn good. Com- yeah. Compared yeah. To a lot. I love so that. I'm losing pretty yeah. good. That's awesome. Okay. So, <laughs> so what, what's a grandiose wild dream that's on your horizon right now? What's something that's like, <sighs> I need to be? Well, I've always, I've always wanted to be successful in the U S to me, successful in the U S means on the radio, maybe having a, a, a number one, but I've lived in this town for 11 years, right. almost 12, I think coming up yeah, yeah, yeah. and they say it's a 10-year town so i'm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm past my uh, you're getting antsy now <laughs> 10 years but uh, i'm getting antsy yeah but it's like for me like like to me that means having people like being able to sustain a good living like much like i do in canada yeah. canada has been so incredible to me. like i'm so grateful for everything that i've been able to accomplish up there because i'm able to go up there and, yeah. and play and people want to hear me play and it does something for them, yeah, you know, yeah. it helps them in some way. Absolutely. So like, I want to be able to do that a couple hours up the road, you yeah, know? And yeah, so, yeah. so that's what, that's always been one of my biggest things. I, when I, when I first started out, I never intended to be a Canadian country. Like I intended just to be a country artist right, everywhere, you know? Right. Um, and so that's like kind of part of our plan right now is, is just, I've been playing as much in the U S um, right down to me picking up the phone to make phone calls to get shows because I want people to know that I want to play there. You know, it's not yeah. just about 
me being something in Canada. I live here, you know, my wife is right. from North Carolina, you know, we have a baby on the way, you know, oh, um, like this is what I'm doing. So, yeah. you know, we've been playing as much as possible, just trying to like connect the dots. And it, what's really fun is like, there's, there's people that do and have heard the music before or um, because of Lonely Gun with the line yeah, dance and yeah. uh, all that stuff. So it's, it's, it's cool to see those dots kind of connect mm -hmm. when you're playing somewhere and people are, you know, we played, we played places where we played Lonely Drum and six phones go up yeah. and we're like, Oh, people do know this song, you know? Yes, so yes. it's uh, but it's really, really cool to be able to experience that. But you know, that's always been one of my dreams, like just being able to be present, whether that be on the radio or streaming and have people like know the music where I live, like that's been a goal of mine for a long time. I started my career in Canada because of Johnny Reed. Right. Right. And Johnny approached me and I I just really looked up to him and his business and the way he kind of did a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was really intrigued by that. And he saw me, I, I think I think at that time, he was really the only one that saw me as an artist. I mean, a lot right. of people thought I was just a songwriter. And, right. um, and there's still people to this day that think I'm just a songwriter. But, but like for me, it was being on stage. And I think yeah. that he saw that and so you know in life you kind of have to you look at all your opportunities and you either take them or you don't and right. i think i think i i don't know if i made the right decision i really don't and i guess that's the thing about it is you know there's never a clear like yeah you you nailed that one like yeah. you don't know which ones right. you, know, right. which ones you don't. but in the grand scheme of things like what's been so amazing for me is like canada has allowed me to really pursue here in the u.s and like that is such a gift i mean yeah. if there's any gift that i ever had from my career in canada it's it's the fact that i i can go out on the road and you know buy a sprinter van and and a trailer and take the guys out and um because sometimes we're building it here in the u.s so it's not like yes. you know it's not like yeah. we're profitable right, uh, right. at all really yeah, you right. know it's it, but it is about getting being able to go out there and play music for people it's such right. a that's the part that i think i probably do for free it's the rest it's the travel and the oh. you know sleeping on a bus and all that stuff totally uh, and and, and so, you nailed it right you've got to want to be able to do this stuff for free in this industry not because people should be doing it for free but because you need that passion to keep yes to, to stay sustainable I've, I've sort of always said like as long as i go to a show and i play somewhere whether it's me by myself or with the whole band or like as long as i go to a show and somebody comes up to me and can you know congratulates me on how entertaining it was or mm -hmm. how much they liked it or how much they liked my voice or how much like like yeah. as long as i do that and i still get some sort of a reaction yeah yeah then yeah I think the rest of it, you just figure out, you know, Time the money and the love, but that's really what you're doing it for is for, is, is for that. You know, I'm providing a service and people like it Yeah, and yeah. people want, maybe want to come back and see it again. Totally. Like that's what you do it for. Totally. Well, I mean, I can tell you flat out, I remember vividly 2013 or whatever day it was like the store, like I said, the stories you were telling and everything. And like, I haven't reached out because I'm like, watching this trajectory and i'm like where is this going like this is just mm. wild and you say things like i'm losing really well and everything but i'm like i'm looking at the big dreams but i'm like okay if you could say to yourself 15 years ago this is where oh. i'm gonna be it probably wild but but back to kind no of i would never never would have guessed yeah like never um never would have guessed um 
I I'm kind of a I'm kind of a hard worker by um, I probably work harder than I should yeah. most of the yeah. time. I think my wife can vouch for that. She's always telling me to get off my phone. That's just kind of in my DNA. So I'm yeah. I'm kind of yeah. just like the guy who's just gonna like I my my dad told me at a young age and uh, I don't know why these are the words I took to heart, but the words I took to heart were he said, you know why I'm the uh, you know I'm the best carpenter. And I was like, well, I don't know that you are the best carpenter, Dad. But you're <laughs> going to tell me why. And he said, uh, he said, I just outlasted everybody else. And he kind of said it like yeah, a joke. But, right, right. but I think there's like a lot in that, you yes. know, like in that song, it talks about like not winning Grammys, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I haven't won a Grammy. You know, I haven't yeah, yeah. done all the things that I've always wanted to do. But it's like, but I look around and, you know, I live in a, really nice house that we've rebuilt and I bought and I own and I, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and I'm every weekend I'm going some, I'm in Cincinnati this weekend. I'm going to play somewhere. Like I, I have a lot of the things that, that I've always wanted, yes, you know, and yes. I never, I never thought a career in the music industry. I looked up to so many Canadian country music artists um, and still do. And it, it amazes me that it's like, we're all the ones that stay are the ones that just never went away. Yeah, like yeah. the, and and I'm that's totally me. Like when I was in global country, when I was way back, it was yeah. that I got second place, and they brought me into the program and gave me all the things that the winner got, because they're probably just so tired of the fact that I keep entering and not winning. <laughs> so it's just like I, you know, I'm I've just sort of that's always been in my in my um, yeah you know in my DNA, and you'll see a lot of artists that have come and gone even over the years that I've been involved in the industry mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. um and it's it's like I'm very grateful that I keep hanging in there and sticking around and we just keep coming and and everything that I do feels new and fresh and like everything that I'm writing I'm really confident about probably more confident than I've ever been yeah, you know awesome. I, I said the other day I was like man the last 12 songs I could just put them on a record and go like I just Love like it. that I've written like I just Love feel it. you know it just feels very um it just everything feels just really good and the yes. fact that i'm able to be in this and, and stay in this and be relevant is amazing and and it feels like we're still on the upward trajectory yes. which is crazy because it really does. you know after this many years you're like man when is this going to end but it just it, i don't think it's going to you it's, know i no, think for me it's never... just steady build so yeah you don't go to the build, finish line so. this is this is the journey this is the adventure this is the, yes. the what, what we're all addicted to in this industry is it's never like well congratulations you've just passed level 74 you've done it yeah yeah right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah totally no it's like what's around the corner more, yeah. what is around the corner i love it i love it um and also so i have to ask the song i quit drinking mm. i I'm, oh, man. i was honestly it's wild because when i heard that song i remember it's 2013 because i literally i I drink now but i had quit drinking for three years back then and i heard that song and it was before like the whole sobriety thing was like a thing and i was like right someone else is doing it this is amazing right. yes yeah. <laughs> um I-, I wrote that song with nicole galleon who's one of the probably one of the best writers in this town trying to big hits and and just uh she's just incredible um we were at the same publishing company i wrote that song because um a number of times in my life i've quit drinking Mm -hmm. um this last time i have quit drinking you know for good you know for me it's uh i've learned um i've learned what i am let's just say that right and um, and and i've had a lot of battles with alcohol yeah yeah um and my family has a lot of issues with alcohol and, and i've learned a lot about it and i've i've but the song, I, I mean, I've got 
think back about that song because it was a long time ago. Yeah. But I just remember being in that place where um, I had just quit drinking for the whatever time uh, yeah, that was yeah. at that time of my life. Um, and I, I really, you know, and what's interesting is I really thought I was done you right. know, when I wrote that song. And I, I, I think like the, I think that topic is, um, is pretty, uh, pretty much a hot topic. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, and maybe it's cause I'm learning more about it, but, um, you know, I, when I, I thought I was done and yeah, I, yeah. and apparently I wasn't, right, you know, right. and that's the kind of the disease of it all, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I am, I'm definitely a non-drinker these days and, yeah. and everybody in my world is much happier about that. That's so, awesome. uh, it's not just For about you. hurting myself, but it's about the hurting me, uh, you know, the other people that, 100%. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's amazing. I think a lot more clearly and I, yeah. I'm able to do all the things I do a lot more than I ever could, you know, when I was drinking totally. and, uh, and I still have a lot of dreams to chase down and I also don't want to, uh, take that into my relationship with my daughter to be. So. Yes. Good for you. Good for you. That's, that's amazing because yeah, honestly, like mm -hmm. when I, 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 I hear you because I think I was more productive in those three years than I have been in the last 13, to be honest, it's just wild. The, and, mm -hmm. and I couldn't imagine yeah. like, it is being in that in like being right in, in that industry, like you say, when you're working in bars and clubs and all that stuff, like, I don't know how people sustain a life of, drinking and keeping up with that as well as yeah. the music and the touring and everything. I, it's just I, like what they must have a lot of other people working for them yeah I, yeah I, yeah and I, I you know i've always i've just never been able to um i've always wanted to you know i still remember being about 16 or 17 or when my uh when my cousin snuck a maybe i was younger than that my cousin snuck a beer uh, a couple beers at a camping trip and um my cousin to this day uh one of my one of the guys i love the most i mean i don't know how much beer he drinks every day <laughs> but it's every day and yeah, i yeah. i i wanted to be able to drink like him so bad you know right, right. it's just i'm a different person than he is and um and i've just never been able to to keep up with him yeah, and i yeah. i told him that uh <laughs> the last time i saw him i was like i think i probably drank most of my life because i wanted to drink like you he's like yeah there's not many people that can do it <laughs> it's a sport <laughs> it's just funny um yeah oh. he takes pride in it um uh, but uh it's just different for everybody you know and it i think really it hits is. people differently and i think realizing you know now what i you know what i am and have been for a long time is is really changed my life so that's amazing good for you that's that's really really cool so what's on the horizon what's coming up what can people look out for aside from your massive yeah. your you know your trip to mars and tours tours on all these massive gargantuan dreams that you will achieve trust me i'll be checking yes, in in 10 years dreams. time and it will be like uh, do well, you remember I, I when the vote of confidence i do <laughs> i um we you know right now like sort of like i mentioned we're playing um, a lot in the u.s uh, i'm gonna take a break when baby comes mm -hmm. um for a couple of months, but uh, we're pretty much going full force. I've, I've been writing and, and uh, playing shows basically. Um, we've got, we're coming back up there to Canada and Alberta in October. Love it. So we've got a few shows that we're coming to do there. Do you know where you're and going to then, be playing? Um, where are you located I'm exactly? Just, I'm in Sundry, just uh, just south of Edmonton. So I, oh, I, yeah. I'm Calgary Edmonton Okay, so we're shows. playing. Um, <laughs> right yeah. yeah yeah okay so then i will tell you october october 18th 
is at Cook County cool. in Edmonton. October 20th is Bows and Red Deer for oh, cool. Real Country's uh, 50th anniversary hey. um, birthday, I should say. And then October 21st is Ranchman's in Calgary. So. Hey, love it. That's always a Yeah, time. so you know, do a little run in Alberta and then um, and then come back and got some more U.S. shows. Uh, joined a group called uh, the 615 Collective and I've got to run with them before baby awesome. comes. So um, that's a really cool thing. So nice. it's just it's nonstop. So. Oh, I love it. Aaron, thank you so much for chatting with me. And no, put... no problem at all. Thank you for having me. Where's the best place for people to interact and follow you and keep up with everything? Uh, I'm pretty good at the Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. Those are kind of my top three, cool. but uh, it's just Aaron Goodvin on Perfect. all of them, except for Instagram, it's Aaron J. Goodvin. Um, and you'll find me there. Wonderful. I will put lots of links to all the things so people can follow and, and, and check everything out. And just thank you so much. It's like I said. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the chat. Yeah, yeah. It's been awesome. And I, 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 I love you. I, also, your voice, badass. I'm, I'm like wrapping this up. But like now I'm like, holy shit. That album back then <laughs> as well. I was like, is he like bon jovi like when garth brooks did his weird alter ego thing i'm like is this bon jovi doing an alter <laughs> ego bon album like i don't know if you take that as a compliment or not but i was like oh hmm. i i totally do no i'm i love it. i didn't realize you know i think that finding your voice is like one of the things that you know you kind of do in in this is you kind of find out where your career is and i still remember um i still remember brett kissel's mom when we were down here when i was 18 she said um she said Aaron I love it when you put that rasp in your yeah. voice and I feel like ever since then somehow it's been there it's just yeah. never run away and um but yeah uh it's uh yeah I know I totally take that as a compliment and I played a lot of Bon Jovi songs playing uh, growing up yeah, in yeah. bars so awesome. um, it's my life and all that stuff so yeah love it love it so yeah love your voice love your music love everything that you're doing keep doing it thank you so much Emma keep up the great work Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to like, share, subscribe. And if you feel inclined to leave a review, I truly, truly appreciate it. You can check out all things voice at rocketvocalstudios.com. That's R-O-C-K-I-T vocalstudios.com. And follow me on social too at Rocket Vocal Studios. Thanks again for listening. And I'll be back with lots more for you very, very soon.